Welcome to ROI Overload, daily business tech and finance news. I'm Scott DeClary. This is what's making news today. YouTube is testing video downloads on desktop browsers. Google will let you check up on advertisers' campaign history. Oyo Hotels will file for a $1.2 billion IPO next week. And LG acquires automotive cybersecurity firm Sabellum. Let's jump right into this. So first story coming from social, YouTube is finally testing a way to download videos on a desktop browser to watch offline. Features available to YouTube premium members who can test what the platform is working on right now. If a user is able to test a feature and is using a supported browser, so an up-to-date version of Chrome, Opera, or Edge, then they should be able to see a download video button while watching content on YouTube. Uh, when you click this button, a user can download the video and add it to the quote-unquote downloads menu. However, this will not export the content out of YouTube. There are still some third-party apps that do this, so it's still stuck in the YouTube ecosystem. It is also important to note that the YouTube site will require, obviously, an internet connection to access, even if it's downloaded for offline viewing. So it's not clear whether the downloaded content can be viewed without an internet connection yet. They're still testing this out. So the test is available till October uh, 19th, and those who want to test the feature can do so through YouTube's experimental page. So you go to youtube.com slash new. Google is going to start letting you check up on advertisers' campaign history. So the search engine giants about this ad menu will show basic information about the advertisers. This will also show any other ads they've run in the past 30 days. Facebook does something similar as well. With this feature, the search engine giant aims to help users better judge whether a given ad buyer is trustworthy. The company is doing this following criticism about scams on the platform. Last year, Google had said that the more ad disclosures it can come up with, the better for obviously consumers. It was going to start verifying the identities and locations of all advertisers. This is obviously another step. Additionally, it said that it began verifying advertisers in 90 countries. However, the disclosure option is launching only in the United States in the next few months. Uh, then it will be increased to more locations in 2022. However, it is found that the information provided by the advertiser is very basic, so it's not super robust. It provides the name of who placed the advertisement, the country location, an estimated number of ads they're running, and a list of ads. So you could actually use it for competitive research as well to see what past ads they've tried out. The feature also allows you to see information about advertising campaigns on both search and YouTube platform. In startup news, Oyo Hotels is going to file, well, I guess startup, they're not so small, but they're going to file for a $1.2 billion IPO next week. So the SoftBank Group-backed Indian hospitality startup Oyo is expected to file for an IPO next week and raise $1 billion. The startup is planning to file the draft Red Herring Prospectus, or DHRP, which is the primary registration document prepared by merchant bankers for pr prospective IPOs with the Securities and Exchange Board of India, the Indian market regulator. The budget hotel aggregator is aiming to list in Mumbai, adding that the initial share sale will comprise a fresh issue of shares and an offer for sale from existing shareholders. Uh, Oyo Hotels and Rooms, in which SoftBank owns a major stake of 46%, has suffered months of layoffs, cost cuts, and losses, of course, because of COVID. Uh, Ritesh Agrawal, the founder and chief executive officer of Oyo, has said in July that the business will likely return to levels witnessed before the second wave of COVID-19 infections in India, and they're going to grow from there. Like other hospitality companies, Oyo, which operates in more than 30 countries, was hit hard by COVID-19 and the pandemic, but it is recovering quickly now. And lastly, LG is making an acquisition. They're acquiring the automotive cybersecurity firm Sebellum. So the South Korean tech giant LG Electronics announced it has acquired Israel-based cybersecurity startup 
Europe, Sabellum, for $240 million. LG acquired 63.9% of the shares in Sabellum and plans to buy additional shares within 2021. Additionally, LG has also signed a contract worth $20 million with the startup for future equity that will see the funds be converted to more shares from the end of 2022 to the first half of 2023. The current management team of Sabellum will run the company independently and work with its existing automobile component partners. LG feels that the importance of security in the automotive industry has become more important as more vehicles are connected to networks. Because of this, cybersecurity has become a crucial barometer for the quality of the vehicle's life cycle, along with design development and driving capabilities. By using Sabellum solutions, LG will look to enhance its security systems on its automotive offerings in the areas of infotainment and telematics to become a reliable partner for automobile manufacturers. And in other stories from around the internet, Twitter says it will fix disappearing tweets. So Twitter has announced that it is planning to make changes to prevent tweets from disappearing from timelines while you are reading them. The company said that the update will be rolled out over the next two months to stop this error. And the crypto platform Kobo raises $40 million. So the Singapore-based crypto custody and asset management platform Kobo announced that it has completed a $40 million Series B fundraising round. With uh, This will help it accelerate the rollout of its decentralized finance as a service or DAS product. And the funding round was led by DST Global, AT&T Capital, and the crypto platform Kobo raises $40 million. So Kobo is a Singapore-based crypto custody and asset management platform. They completed a $40 million Series B fundraising round, which will help it to accelerate the rollout of its decentralized finance as a service or DAS product. The funding round was led by DST Global, ANT Capital, and IMO Ventures. Anyways, that's it for today. If you found value in this, share this with one other person for daily business tech and finance.